0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast.
1: Welcome, everyone, to this very spacey episode of the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Episode number 234? 24, right? Shit. I know it's one of them. 224. Okay, I don't know. I didn't look. I've been too busy, Mike. I'm sorry. My name is Matt, one of your dose hosts. With me as always, Mysterious Mike Talent. Hey everybody. So Mike, why did you pick this movie? Well, dude, you know I
2: like space things, and I thought this would be a lot of fun to watch. I didn't realize exactly what it was all about or anything, man. I just kind of went on space. And maybe that was not the best idea, but we can talk about it.
1: All right. So, Mike, what is this movie? We are reviewing the Netflix original starring Anna Kendrick. And I'm forgetting her name. Let me click on the thingy Tony Collette. Tony Collette with a weird accent. Stowaway. So, go ahead, Mike. Since I listed off half the cast, why don't you give us the rundown for the rest of Stowaway? sure Matt.
2: so Matt, matt's right the cast for this is only four people so uh this movie is stowaway and it was directed by joe pina and uh written by joe pina and ryan morrison that's starring andrew Kendrick, daniel Day kim shamir anderson and tony collette And it's about a three-person crew on a mission to Mars faces an impossible choice when an unplanned passenger jeopardizes the lives of everyone on
1: board. All right, Mike. So we have a new giveaway. Should we do it now or should we do it later? Let's do it now, dude. Do it now. Okay. So from our good friends over at Paramount Pictures, they hit us up again. We have a new film that we are going to give away. The film is called Gully. Now on digital, Goalie is the powerful and explosive crime story of three boyhood friends who find their escape from LA's tough streets in one out of control night of partying. But when the rampage stops, retribution begins. It is directed by Namil Eldrickin. Goalie stars Kelvin Harrison Jr., Charlie Plummer, Jacob Lottimore. Jonathan Majors, Amber Heard, and Academy Award nominee Terrence Howard. Buy or rent Gully and watch it tonight. The movie is rated R, and again, it is from our friends over at Paramount Pictures. So here's a little bit of uh, trivia and information that we have also. It is uh, acclaimed music video director Nabil Elderkin makes his feature film debut with this movie. And it's featuring a cameo of rapper Travis Scott.
2: Oh, okay, cool.
1: It is a powerful crime thriller circling three boys growing up in one of LA's toughest neighborhoods who seek revenge on those who wrong them.
2: Well, you know I like a good revenge movie, Matt, so I'm down to watch this.
1: Good. I was waiting for you to chime in because I figured that's your kind of flick, Mike. I know you love the revenge.
2: I do love the Revenge movies. And then The Night of Partying? That sounds kind of fun. I don't know. It could be interesting.
1: Yeah, I definitely think it'll be worth a watch. I mean, dude, Terrence Howard's, man. Terrence Howard is amazing. Incredible actor. Yeah.
2: No, I I think it'll be fun, Matt. You know I love Revenge movies, so I'm, I'm down.
1: Amber Heard is also in it. You know, she's from Aquaman 1 and 2 the upcoming two
2: uh yeah she's in a few movies with uh she was didn't she date johnny depp and they were in that one movie where they were in cuba or somewhere i don't remember what the movie was about was it
1: dude was that the one that i watched over at your house the rum diaries rum diaries yeah yeah i think that's yeah, it i watched that when i was out visiting you you kept falling asleep because you're an old man <laughs> yeah that's me <laughs> and then uh let's see uh jonathan majors who's famously from white boy rick another film we reviewed on the pod
2: Ah, yes, White Boy Rick. I, I watched a documentary about that
1: on Netflix recently. Uh, man, that is
2: a weird story.
1: I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to watch that. So, dude, I mean, this sounds like a great movie. I I wish I could watch it, but, you know, they're giving it to us to give away. So if you would like to enter to win a digital copy of this brand new film, what you need to do, Mike, what do they need to do? Um, you know, we've been watching
2: a lot of sci-fi movies and we're feeling real sci-fi kind of right now. So if you could just send us an email with your favorite sci-fi movie and, uh, we'll get you entered and, and, uh, hopefully you win.
1: Yeah. We will, uh, email you the winners. We will email you the codes. So make sure and get your entries in our email. You can send it to anyone. We got three of them. You can email Mike at realfilmnerds.com, You can email Matt at RealfilmNerds.com. Or you can just email the email that goes to both of us, which is nerds at com. Funny how we call ourselves nerds, Mike. You remember when that was a bad term? I do.
2: I, I remember when that was like very kind of mean and, and now
1: we we love it. Like it's like our, I don't know, badge or something. I don't know. I feel that we have been nerds pretty much most of our life because we are both passionate about several different things. Like technically mike you're a scuba nerd because you're extremely passionate about scuba i'm a photography nerd because i'm technically passionate about photography i even made it my career so it, it's interesting how we were shamed growing up and now it is a badge of honor
2: yeah that that is interesting i i don't know what, what what do you say, man? What do you say? It just things change as we get older, and it seems like the society is—I don't know—glorifying nerds now. It's kind of weird.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's acceptance or glorifying or making money. Maybe a combination of all of them. But anyways, I'll get us back on topic, Mike. This week we're talking about Stowaway. It is a pretty much like an independent film. I mean, there's four people in it. It's shot well acted well i'll be honest i don't fall asleep during movies often really at all i mean even though i'm exhausted if i even had three hours of sleep i typically won't fall asleep in the middle of a movie mike i fell asleep during this movie twice and i was watching it during the day
2: oh man man that's uh, quite the statement you know uh I've fallen asleep in my fair share of movies, as as you well know, Matt, and you even mentioned here just earlier a, a few minutes ago, but I did not fall asleep in this movie, but I definitely understand what you're talking about, Matt. It is kind of slow and there's lots of boring parts.
1: It is extremely slow, extremely boring, and it is almost two hours long.
2: I don't know what all this extreme is about, but I, it is a longer movie. It is at two hours, and they could have probably done it in an hour and a half. But anyway, Matt, I don't know. I I I, I liked certain aspects of this movie. I like some of the questions that it was kind of asking, and and then I, you know I think this is somewhat of a realistic view of how tough it's going to be to get to Mars. Um And so I don't know. I looked at it through that lens. So I was a little skewed, I guess.
1: Well, Mike, I don't think it was horrible. The concepts were good. There was a lot of fascinating, interesting things, a lot of topics that were broached. Um, We can get into it more when we're in spoilers. I just, I feel they dropped the ball with the ending. Definitely. I felt it was way too long and they could have cut out some of the boring parts and I think they really could have worked on a little bit more of, let's say, the corporate overlord aspects of the film that they really were stressing until the end of the movie that unravels everything. But we can we can get that into the spoiler world.
2: All right, all right. Yeah, I, I could see uh, some of your points there, Matt. But I... Uh... I also was a little disappointed with the ending. Uh, so much build up for just,
1: uh, really? Hey, hey, no spoilers, Mike. Okay, good job. Got it. All right. Okay, so we're we're plugging along here. We both are having difficulties discussing the main talking points of this movie without spoiling it. For those of you who do want to watch it, uh, Mike, I'll go ahead and do this. I don't recommend you waste your time watching this film. Oh,
2: wow. You're just going right into it. Yep. Okay, Matt. All right. Um, I like this movie, but I'm kind of a space nerd, as we were talking about nerds. And I liked some of the concepts in the movie. And I thought what they did with space stuff was fairly well done. There's not a ton of space special effects. But they didn't need it for this movie. And they explained why. And that was fine. So, if you're a space nerd, go for it. Now... um, I guess with that, Matt, we can. Uh, I, I think we can get into this part of the show where I ask you, what are you drinking
1: uh, this evening, Matt? <sighs> well, Mike, if I was going to space, I would definitely make sure I'm bringing a bunch of beers with me. That's for sure. That would be my weight. It wouldn't be a Yale mug, it would be beers. I'm drinking a new one. From my favorite brewery in Arizona, probably my favorite brewery ever. Four peaks. This is called Desert Day Drinker. And it's only sold in cans. And it is as in a, it is a American lager. Look, American lager. It is a Desert Day Desert Day Drinker. Jeez, the triple Ds are messing me up. I'm all used to double. <laughs> desert day drinker is brewed for the hikers the golfers the tailgaters the lake trippers the pool partiers the backyard barbecuers is brewed for those who understand that life goes down in the daytime and so should a good beer (laughs) love it that's a great slogan (laughs) yeah yeah no that that's a good slogan yeah all right, I say it every week, so I'm not going to say it this week. Mike, um, what not IPA are you drinking today?
2: Uh, I am not drinking an IPA today, man. I am drinking a Leinenkugel Summer Shandy, you know, uh, you know, with the season, just
1: something light, refreshing. Wow, we both are drinking summer brews. Nice. We didn't even plan this out. We don't even really talk to each other other than the podcast. It's true. It's true.
2: I, I don't have time for you
1: starting to sound like my girlfriend again mike
2: oh man oh i'm not even gonna touch that with a 10-foot pole moving on you know that makes you and her
1: too go ahead oh, you, you can just... laugh into the mic i see you losing it over there <laughs> you j- you just can't <laughs>
2: <God>. all right <laughs> uh okay yeah, you mike. got you, you got you got me good on that one man um so i i think we're in the spoiler zone man oh and
1: no oh no we're not there yet mike i have something very important to ask you it, oh yeah involving possibly my future ex-wife you know scarlett johansson mike how does the netflix original stowaway relate to the marvel cinematic universe
2: All right, so um, this one is a little bit tougher because the the cast of this movie is four people. Of those four people, none of them are in the MCU. But there was a makeup artist who worked on this movie and uh, worked on Doctor Strange. And the makeup artist's name is... Oh, I'm going to screw this up, Matt. Nadia Hol... Uh homery? Ho homery? Yeah. I think it's Nadia Homery. So
1: Alright, I'll there allow you. it. It sounds right. I don't have it in front of me, so I'll go with it.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm you know, mean names. But anyway, uh yeah. So the streak continues, man. Just MCU to everything. There's just so many movies and each year there's just gonna be more and more. So we can keep this thing going forever,
1: Matt. Dude, I honestly thought you were shit out of luck on this one. With this small of a cast, there's probably not much of a crew. I was like, if he's getting it, it's going to be the crew. Oh, yeah, yeah. No,
2: I had to dig a little deeper. Yep.
1: All right, Mike. So let's go ahead. Let's spoil this bad boy. Go for it.
2: All right, Matt. So this movie is all about getting to Mars. It's. Uh, I actually really like the way it starts with the countdown. In, in, uh, to the launch and then just shows them you know going through the atmosphere and stuff I, I thought that was great like I thought that was a great way to start the movie but the ending I really wanted to see at least if they made it that's uh, at least that and who made it at the bare minimum yeah and um that would have been that would have been nice um but I don't know, like that—that that was disappointing, and like uh, uh, I don't know. There was—it was just—it it, was—it just, was, it was slow. It was slow, and um, Matt, what you said? Tony Colad had a weird accent. That's it. that's a real accent. It's Australian. She's from Australia.
1: It did not sound like her at all. That was very freaking weird to me. That was thats thats weird. her real accent. Yeah that's so strange just, that's, that's how many yeah. movies she does an American accent in
2: yeah well it's kind of like have you ever heard Colin Farrell talk like if he's not like like for a role like his
1: Irish it's super super thick oh yeah dude he has a wickedly thick Irish accent I mean very thick yeah that I have to say Tony lud's Australian accent then is probably the most strong Australian accent I've ever heard in my life it was it was pretty freaking ruthless. So, all right, Mike, here, since we're in spoilers, I am going to really get into it for you. So you remember how I was talking about this has echoes of corporate overtones and not giving a shit about people and things like that. Yeah. They really delivered on that. So think about it. The only voices you ever hear in the film are four main characters. Even when they're talking to home base or Houston or whoever it is, you never hear the other side. You only hear the people in the capsule. They don't they don't care about this guy being stuck in the rocket. They didn't care enough to check to make sure it was clear and ready to go, because how do you not miss that amount of weight? All they cared about was money and getting there and for at the very end for Anna Kendrick's character to be sitting there and saying, oh, well, I did this for the love of it or the greatest adventure of my life or whatever the hell the two sentences she said which she said earlier throws it all out the window because it's like he's trying to tell you that all this corporate overtaking all they give a shit about is money and finances and success and all this stuff they don't give a shit about the people actually doing the mission and then she takes it all back with those two lines at the end of the movie and just ruins the whole movie
2: Oh, all right, all right. I, 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 I.
1: Do you not kinda see it that see what way?
2: You're, no, I didn't. I didn't see it that way at all. But yeah, I, I do see that the the corporate overtones. Like it, it, it kind of reminded me of, uh, you know, like, um, Alien, where there's there's this this company oh, i can't remember the company's name right now but there's the company that's always dictating whether you know you should do something or whatever and it's always like oh you should go get the alien you should go do this and whatever and they're like yeah it's gonna risk the crew and they're like ah, oh, the crew doesn't matter go get it like <laughs> yeah
1: it's very reminiscent of aliens yeah yeah so uh Oh man, I wish I could think of the corporation's name. It's I feel the, bad. It's the name of the dude. It's the last name of the dude. It starts with a W. I don't remember the name of it either. Wylin. W- there you go. W- yeah, I think it's the last name of the dude that you know founded the whole thing. You know, they had that that Alien versus Predator, where he yeah. dies. Yeah, and that's his last name, which takes place long before the original Aliens. And, and I don't know. It gets really confusing. The whole world gets very confusing, much like a lot it does. of those. So, all right, Mike. Well, I mean, other than that, I thought it was well-acted. I don't like how it kind of turned into, like, uh, a big-time... Oh, what's the word? Uh, I mean, drama. Yes, it was a drama. But it becomes, like, very melodramatic. Like, are we going to tell this guy? Are we going to kill him? No, we're not going to kill him. Here, kill, kill yourself. It's just... Well, I mean, it's... Those are, I mean... If you put yourself
2: in the shoes of those, those people, man, that would be an awful decision to try and figure out. It's like, do we shed the weight? Or do we all die? And how do we go about doing this? And then how do we tell this person, hey, sorry about your bum-like thing. We
1: gotta throw you out into space. See, being my size, I would immediately be elected to be the first one out the air- airlock. Oh, well,
2: I mean, I don't know if it, that would be, well, maybe. I don't know. See?
1: Yeah, it's a factor. You know it. Now you're thinking about it. You're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't even think twice. You, We wouldn't even give you a suit. We'd just shove you in there and open the door. It'd be like Event Horizon. Oh, jeez.
2: <laughs> Baby bear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> God, dude, I love that movie. That's a great sci-fi movie. Sci-fi horror movie oh
2: man is that a great sci-fi horror movie um
1: it scared the crap out of me when i was when
2: we were younger man i was like i had dreams about some of that stuff it's super creepy dude i still do the 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 green circuit board scene oh yeah that really bothered me dude yep
1: yep this is really well done and Mike, uh, what Real Film Nerd's podcast episode is that? Because I don't remember. I know we did it for Harvest Horror Fest, and I know it was my pick. I just don't remember when it was. it was. I think it was two two seasons ago.
2: Yeah, I I would have to look, Matt. I honestly can't remember.
1: Dude, we might not have even been into triple digits by then. Honestly, I don't know. I don't remember. So,
2: yeah, but uh, that was, that was that's a wonderful, crazy basically a haunted house movie but in space yeah haunted spaceship yeah yeah haunted spaceship
1: so mike i have to say i think the second half of this movie was much better no i don't know maybe the first half was better the build-up and the discussion and the the tension um i wasn't super keen about the uh, artificial gravity thing and spinning around i didn't understand how they're using this like thing to pull themselves out to like the the sun thing, and then why is there o- liquid oxygen on the other side of this thing? And I don't know.
2: Well, I mean, Matt Locks uh, liquid oxygen is often used as a rocket propellant. Now, why would there be a lot left over on the rocket? Maybe for when they're landing back in Mars, because I could only assume the reason that they still had that big booster with them
1: was to for the landing back at Mars. So so why would they take their fuel that would slow them down because then they're just going to die when they get to Mars in a high-speed crash with the planet?
2: Dude, I'm not 100% sure why they... uh, I don't know, Matt. I'm not 100% sure on why, but essentially they would need to be able to get onto Mars and then theoretically fly back so i don't know if they had to try and bring
1: fuel for all of that well um but they also said it was a colony that was on mars it wasn't just they were going to mars it was a colony
2: yes yes i i i do believe that we were starting to colonize mars and they were going to be there for some research and stuff and then they were going to come back so
1: maybe along because they they talk about it how he's doing all these experiments. Um, the uh, the the one gentleman, I mean, that must have been fun until you know you find out there's a stowaway. Uh, Daniel Day Kim's character, David Kim, talks about how he's doing experiments with like algae and clearly vegetation and things like that to help produce oxygen and remove CO two because that's one of the strategies they use to try and live on the find out when they have four people and they should have only had three and she was like well what about so-and-so i don't remember exactly what tony Colette's character was talking about but what about so-and-so and blah 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 and he's like oh well it's already at the colony and so clearly they have supplies and other things at the colony maybe they have liquid oxygen or a form of propellant to get them back out of mars atmosphere and headed back home i don't know
2: yeah, I mean, I guess one of the things that I questioned on this is, uh, and obviously this is a corporation and it's not not NASA or whatever. But usually there's a lot of redundancy for things, and I feel like this this east like whatever the the piece of the life support thing that broke. Um, I feel like they would have had an extra one of something or like usually there seems to be a lot of redundancy, but as you pointed out Matt since this was like a corporate thing and it sounded like they were this thing was actually designed for two people and they were pushing it to three and then now with four people there's like no way in heck they could do it um, you know it, it did seem like it was about trying to squeeze every dollar or whatever out of the thing so I don't know if this was kind of a
1: shot at corporations and the way they try and run things or i I don't know dude that's what i'm thinking the whole movie was about until those last two freaking sentences because again what as you pointed out nasa learned their lesson many times over that they have multiple redundant systems in case shit goes wrong because much like my life if shit goes wrong it's always at the most inopportune moment so of course it's going to be when they're in space Right. Right.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's always going to be failures and stuff, but, um, (laughs) unlike when you're on earth or whatever, and there's, you know, you can go to the store or whatever you can, you can figure stuff out. Um, when you're in space, no one can hear you scream. I just had to throw that in there.
1: Of course you did. (laughs) Of course you did, Mike. Okay. So speaking about screaming, um, Mike, how many reels do you give stowaway? Uh, I'm going to give it a solid
2: three reels, because uh, I am a space nerd, and I did enjoy the story for the most part. It is kind of slow, and I understand, Matt, why you didn't like it, and fell asleep twice.
1: Twice. Yeah, and I wasn't even drinking.
2: I know. I mean, it was the daytime, so I figured you were just taking a little nib here and there, but...
1: Yeah, just a little little pop, you know, a shot here and there.
2: No biggie. Yeah, like, just, just some coffee... Jim Beam
1: Does it still Jameson Does it still count as coffee if it's just pure Jim Beam in a coffee cup? I think it does. I think it does. Okay, good. Then as long as you warmed it up. Breakfast of champions then. Breakfast of champions for me. Well, Mike, I I enjoy space quite a bit as well, not as much as you. I would have loved to go to space in my lifetime. I don't think it's ever going to happen. But, you know, I uh did a lot of astronomy when i was in the boy scouts loved it been to you know um not astronomies but uh uh sh- see i can't even think of the name that's how much i love space <laughs> the places with the telescopes <laughs> uh. <laughs> i can't even think of it
2: uh, um i can't think of it either oh
1: no um... mike no Observatories. Observatories. Yes. Arizona, believe it or not, Arizona has several observatories, and I've been to a few of them. Uh, They're scattered across Arizona because of our vast swaths of nothingness on top of having quite a few tall mountains.
2: And and no
1: weather ever. That's true. So there's never any clouds. Right. Not... Not compared to the rest of the country, that's for sure. So I I love Spaces well, Mike, but again, I think not as much as you. I liked, like I said, I enjoyed the concept. I liked a lot of the things they were trying to talk about, especially the corporate overlord tones, getting into space and all these other things. But I still think this movie could have been a lot better and definitely a lot shorter. So, I'm not a hater. I'm not real bad like you. I'm not going to you'll know, be like, Ooh, half a reel. No, I'm not that bad. So, I, I, I still, I think I rated it fair because of the things they brought to the table, but I still think it could have been better. I give it a two. Okay. All right, Matt. That's fine. Two reels. I see. That's all right. All right, Mike. So, what are we doing for next week?
2: Matt, I am not sure. I had not figured out, it's it. My, this was my pick, so I think this is up to you, man. What do you want to watch? You're damn right,
1: Mike. It's up to me. F9? F9. Woo! Except it's not out for a couple more weeks. I was looking. Oh. I was looking yesterday, trying to figure out what was coming out in the theaters. There's nothing but crap. There's that new Conjuring that, that knocked us, A Quiet Place 2, out of first place in the box office. I don't really care about watching it. It is on HBO Max. I found an interesting movie that came out last year. It's floated under the radar. I think we're going to have a lot of these. It just now also hit HBO Max. It is called Kajillionaire. Kajillionaire? Yes. Have Do you know anything about this movie, Mike?
2: No, I've known nothing about it. Oh,
1: this, this is going to be fun. So, Kajillionaire is an indie type movie. It has some well-known actors in it. It uh, was nominated for Sundance Film Festival and a bunch of other ones. But again, like I said, it was COVID world. It did come out in the theaters. I think it came out in September, October of 2020. So, But yeah, no one was still going to the theaters then. So here you go, Mike. Here is the synopsis. This is just for you and our listeners, of course a woman's life is turned upside down when her criminal parents invite an outsider to join them on a major heist they're planning. That's actually not very accurate for this movie. It is a comedy drama and this, yes, it is about a heist, but her parents, it's about a whole family that are con artists and she was raised to be a con, con artist and it stars Evan Rachel Wood as the daughter richard jenkins is the father and deborah winger is the mother how freaking awesome is that cast
2: it's pretty good man i i i'm looking forward
1: to watching it yeah i think it'll be a lot of fun it just came out last week on hbo max so if those of you who want to watch it with us and have hbo max hop on there we're going to be talking about that next week i'm excited i think it'll be fun it got some good reviews it wasn't nominated for anything but i I, it'll be a, definitely a unique film and a contrast to our usual sci-fi and horror flicks. All right, man. All right. Sounds good to me. Good to me. Wow. Did you just burp in the middle of talking to me and you didn't even <laughs> I told- think to pull away from the mic, Mike? Jesus. <laughs> I did, but I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it couldn't figure out how to figure it out now if you ever fart and we hear it on the podcast then we have a serious problem
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right all right i'll i'll try and keep it to a minimum
1: god speaking about farts have you ever farted and woke yourself up (laughs) i don't think so i don't think i have no so all right i've done it a couple different ways (laughs) (laughs) wow all right you know there's the noise (laughs) Which is the... That's the better one to wake up to, believe me. You know? You wake up and you're just like, what the... Oh. The bad one is the smell. Because you can't go back (laughs) to sleep. You've woken up off of the (laughs) smell. You've never done that? Really? No, No, man. No. Oh, dude. I farted so, like, stinky that... Even with the covers on and everything, it still wafted up. Eventually, waking me up. It was it was
0: awful. <laughs> uh,
2: no, no, I haven't done that. But, uh, who? I will. Uh,
1: <laughs> I'm sure you've woken up Mags that way, though. <laughs> Go ask and report back for
2: the next pod. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I will. I will do that.
1: Um uh, <laughs> I know I know that was a little too far, but it was pretty funny. I'm still kind of <laughs> crying over it. That <laughs> was pretty funny. that was pretty funny
2: uh, all right man well i I guess it's good to end on a funny note um
1: <laughs> don't forget to enter our contest,
2: <sighs> yeah. Like Matt said, uh, you can email us at uh, nerds at RealFilmNerds, Mike at RealFilmNerds, or Matt at RealFilmNerds. And uh, tell us about your favorite sci-fi movie, and uh, we'll get you entered, and uh, we'll let you know if you win. Um, other than that, you know, thanks for listening, everybody. Make sure to uh, follow us on our socials facebook twitter instagram or the gram as people call it i guess that's what the kids call it uh, okay all right that's what the kids call it all right yeah and then um thanks for listening everybody and go out there and stream or watch movies uh at the theater um and you know keep listening to us
1: thanks Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go
0: out and catch a movie. That's Olivia Rodrigo Deja Vu, demanded by Stacy when she came to pick up her gift certificate to El Gato Azul. This morning on Magic, 99.1, she won it playing trivia. The On Demand Hour, by the way, is brought to you by the Yavapai Humane Society, where every animal counts. Speaking of animals... What? <laughs> I'm an animal now? Matt Hinshaw from the Real Film Nerds podcast in studio with me this morning. How you doing, Matt?
1: I'm doing wonderful, Lisa.
0: Good, good. Don't take offense. It, that was called a segue, and I learned that in college. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm glad one of us learned something. <laughs> so, what kind of animal am I then? You are a bear. I'm a bear? You're a bear. I, yeah. I, I was going to go with dinosaur. Oh. <laughs> okay.
0: As long as you don't call me a dinosaur, okay. we're A OK. Awesome. All right. We're I talking will never. about Stowaway this morning. You saw it on Netflix. What'd you think? hard pass. Okay, done. Thank done. you very much. Drop Lisa, that have a good mic. one. <laughs> hard pass. Not um, good.
1: It was very 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 boring. The concepts are interesting. Okay. But I don't fall asleep during movies ever. I, I always f-
0: do. That's why I don't watch them.
1: I fell asleep twice during this one when you I was trying did? to watch it. Okay. It's but- just it's an interesting sci-fi film. The concepts are great. It's a more of a, almost an independent film. There's four people in the movie Total. Okay. You don't hear voices from anyone else. It's just these four. Right. It's about a mission to Mars at this point in time in the future. It is large corporations sending people to Mars. Sound familiar? Yeah, for sure. And they did not check the spaceship real well after launch. And a guy who was a maintenance person that was getting stuff ready fell and knocked his head and passed out and by the time he woke up he was and they realized he was there. Space travel. They're halfway to Mars. Yep. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: So it's really interesting and the choices they have to make and what's going on and because they're pushing the limits having three people on the cap capsule. Right. Now they have four. Right. How Much Food, it's a mission to Mars, so it's two years. Oh, my gosh. So he didn't he,
0: even say goodbye to yeah. his family. No. His family wonders where he is. I see it now. Right. His Very sister, stressful.
1: like he's the guardian of his younger sister because his parents pass and all this other stuff. And so now she's home completely alone for the next two years. Oh I mean, my it's, gosh. it's interesting. There's yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It has wonderful concepts, but it just, it really dragged. It's almost two hours and it's just, oh. Uh,
0: yeah. It's a hard pass. Yeah, I, yeah, That's fair. How many reels are you going to give it?
1: I give it two, and that's being generous. Two out of
0: five reels. Yeah, you know, um, people are agreeing with you. Rotten Tomatoes gave it 77. That's about a C. IMDB, 5.6. And uh, Metacritic, 63%. So, yeah, you're you're right there in the same range with them. It has a lot of potential, right. but they
1: just didn't execute Fell it Fell short. Fell yeah.
0: short. Um, okay, I won't watch it. What are we going to watch next week? So next week is my pick. This yes. is a
1: movie that came out last year in the theaters, but no one went and saw it Okay, because of COVID. and right. It was also an independent, so it kind of slid under the radar a little bit. Sure. It is called Kajillionaire, and Ooh. it just came out on HBO Max.
0: Kajillionaire. Who's yep. in it? Do you know? So it's... Um, uh,
1: Rachel Wood plays the daughter, and then I'm forgetting the name of the father and the mother, but it's basically a family of con artists that have been con artists forever. Okay. They've worked together, and they have this huge con coming, and they bring in a fourth person. Yeah. Yeah. And it throws the family dynamic completely out of whack.
0: Okay. And it's... billionaire. It's a
1: comedy drama. It, the trailers look great. It, I think it'll be fun. Again, it slid kind of under the radar, right. but uh, just hit HBO Max this, what, last week, I think. So
0: Perfect. Perfect. We'll look forward to seeing what you think. Check out Matt's podcast. It's called The Real Film Nerds. As always, Matt, thanks for joining me.
1: Lisa, thank you. As always, young lady.
0: You're welcome, young man. <laughs>